Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it was Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. Our front end today is devoted to cricket, local and then international. Of course, the culmination of the ICC Women's T20 World Cup. This is the show that keeps you right at the pulse, right at the cusp, at the edge of all matters sport, local and international. And the team is here, Mike Madoda, Chris Meadzi, our producer, Sean Tafirenika. My name is Barry Manandi. On the home front, as I said earlier, local cricket, a brilliant innings of 52 by Tadio Anashi Marumani was the high, highlight of a one-sided final as the Eagles defeated a nervy Rhinos uh, to lift the domestic T20 competition trophy at Harare Sports Club yesterday. In international sports news, Australia's all-conquering women cricketers have been hailed among the greatest sporting teams in the world after winning yet another ICC Women's T20 World Cup. In Around the World in 60, we have stops in New Zealand, Mexico, the United States and France. We're then going to take our play of the day. If you love Shaggy, stay tuned to ZFM Stereo, my station, your station, and then the second half of the show is the Castle Lager World Football Report where Barcelona manager Xavi says that the La Liga leaders wasted a huge chance to extend their lead at the top as they were surprisingly beaten by lowly Almeria after Real Madrid dropped two points in the derby versus Atletico. In England, Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag says the players will be inspired to win more trophies after their Carabao Cup victory over Newcastle. And in Italy, Inter Milan coach Simeone Inzaghi says he is disappointed following the Nerazzurri's damaging defeat at Bologna which virtually ended their slim hopes of winning the Serie A title. The Home Front Local Sports News and Analysis The number in the studio is 0731168045. And we're asking you, do you know who Jason Mraz is? You can send us your message there. <laughs> Don't lie to us. <laughs> Don't lie to us and no Googling either. But let's give you a local sports news roundup, starting off with some basketball news. Zimbabwe's national women's basketball team wrapped their Afro basket qualifying pool games with a 67-47 to victory over Zambia in Wulawayo last night. The victory means Zimbabwe completed a double over Zambia, whom they beat in their opening game before 
before going on to lose twice against Mozambique and Angola. In netball news, the Gems camp that was scheduled to begin yesterday has been delayed as the Netball Association indicated that they are finalizing some logistics. The senior national team was expected to regroup yesterday at Girls High School to resume preparations for the Netball World Cup due in Cape Town. Mike, are you a little bit concerned about the hiccups at Yeah, yeah. Very, very concerned. Also concerned that they are camping at Girls High School. Yeah. Uh, this is the top competition in women's netball uh, or in netball for that matter because uh, I don't think there is men's netball. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have expected uh, them to be uh, prioritized, I think. Sure. I think we should be getting corporate Zimbabwe pulling together, chipping in, but we should also be getting government. The Ministry of yeah. Sports should be invested uh, in the preparations by the James. They did so well in Liverpool, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we expect them to do better this time round. We'll finish off with some Castle Lager Premier Soccer League news. FC Platinum coach Norman Mapeza says the champions are shaping up well ahead of their defence of their title in the upcoming Castle Lager Premier Soccer League season. Mapeza, who was part of over 40 coaches that attended the five-day elite coaches refresher coach coaching aimed at validating CAFA coaching licences that ended in Harare yesterday, is excited about his squad, especially the return of perfect Chikwende to guide his youthful attack. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Alright, so on to that domestic cricket. A brilliant innings of 52 by Tadiwa Nashe Marumani was the highlight of a one-sided final as the Eagle Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. Eagles! <laughs> Very. Uh, <laughs> like you're, you're out in Popo, Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the yeah. Eagles. Uh, as the Eagles defeated. Mikey. <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> cycling. He's bicycling. <laughs> Up the hill. Hitting an airplane. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Your WhatsApp is about to explode. Anyway, as the Eagles <laughs> defeated the Novi Rhinos by 62 runs to lift the domestic T20 competition trophy at RA Sports Club yesterday, Rhinos won the toss and followed the usual course by putting their opponents in. But as uh, has been the case quite often during this tournament, it proved to be a regrettable decision. The scorecard, therefore, looking like this. <clears throat> In their allotted uh, 20 overs, the Eagles scoring 173 for 8. Uh, Tadiwa Marumani with 52. Nick Welsh uh, chipping in with 37. Uh, Prince Masaroda taking 3 for 25 as uh, the pick of the Rhinos bowlers. Uh, the Rhinos in response only getting to 111 all out in 14.4 overs. Uh, the Eagles making light work of them. Tashingam Sekiwa, uh, the only sort of batter on the uh, Rhino side that uh, uh, made sort of inroads uh, with 38 not out. Ryan Burl scoring 18. Wesley Mandevere taking a 3 for 15. Tawanda Zikiti taking 3 for 27. And Ma- Matt Parkinson completing uh, that very effective bowling attack uh, for the Eagles, uh, taking 2 uh, for 4. Eagles winning that match by 62 runs. Eagles have been good. 
but did you anticipate that they would make such easy and light work of the Rhinos in this final? Yeah, the Rhinos, uh, I think, uh, in terms of their scoring, they weren't too bad. Uh, they certainly kept up with the scoring with what was required to make a fist of it in the last five overs. The problem is they never did get to the 15th <laughs> over uh, to try and give it a go because they were bowled out uh, after 14.4 overs. The main reason being that they lost wickets at regular intervals and yeah. they weren't able to put up any meaningful partnerships that would have threatened that score of 173 for 8 that had been posted by the Eagles. If you take a look at the Eagles' effort, it was really mm. built uh, around uh, a 52 second wicket partnership uh, between Wesley Madevere uh, and uh, I think uh, Brendan, uh, the, what is it, Nick, Nick Welsh. Welsh. Mm. I think yeah, he was, yeah. of course, uh, one of the guys in that partnership and uh, they, they put on that 52. And anytime you're able to post sort of like a 52, 80 run partnerships uh, in T20 cricket, that sends you in good stead yeah. to post a good total uh, and uh, possibly a winning total. So the problem for the Rhinos, the inability to convert the yeah. likes of Tashinga Bsekiwa, yes, 38, not out. But Ryan Bell, a lot was expected from him. He only made 18. 18 if that yeah. 18 had been a 40, if that 18 had been uh, a 36 or a 35, they would have got themselves a lot closer. If Tashinga Bsekiwa had managed to convert that 38 into a half a century, they certainly would have been challenging that uh, the, the total set by the Eagles. And, and, and Mike is so right because that, that 174 uh, run total, Chris, uh, that the the Rhinos had was gettable. It wasn't easy, but it was certainly possible. But when the the your, your the the batters that are at the top of your order and possibly a little bit in the middle there are only scoring in singles, you it's going to be a tough ask. At one stage, they were sitting. I think it was 15 for four. Um, I think yeah. that's that, that's going to be a tough ask <laughs> for any team, let alone one that's chasing a score like 174. Yeah, um, and I think at that point, if you haven't set that foundation very well, especially in T20 cricket, you're going to struggle the rest of the way. And I think also just from a confidence perspective, you're coming up against a team that's been performing the best mm. in this particular tournament. Fine, there's a bit of nerves there, but you always want to ensure that you start off well, you get that foundation going, which um, the Rhinos actually failed to do. So I think it's unfortunate that they were unable to get going in the um initial overs mm. and it's showed up right to that final score. Absolutely and uh, Mike I just want to ask you about uh, names. Wesley Madevere in this game uh, is slogging 29 of 25 that's great taking three wickets uh, with the ball fantastic but is it good also to get name, names like Nick Welsh we know his uh, history speaks a lot in terms of him coming back into the country but him performing uh, with a bit of consistency might give the selectors a bit of a uh, question to answer. And I think that's the aim uh, for uh, Zimbabwe cricket uh, when they get these guys back into the domestic uh, cricket setup. Uh, the objective is to try and broaden the selection base for our national teams whether they're competing in test cricket, one day international cricket or T20 cricket. So the more players that emerge in our domestic competitions uh, and the more players that we have with international exposure who have played at more difficult levels against more competitive outfits and are now playing here in Zimbabwe, that stands our players in good stead because they are playing uh, improved cricket, they are playing more challenging cricket, and if they can score big 
and perform big under those circumstances, then the selectors can start looking at them as possible options to the players and the names that we've always read out mm. on the squad sheets when it comes to naming the Zimbabwe team. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's certainly good to uh, see those new names uh, coming through. We've seen some of them actually uh, flourish in the uh, uh, the red kit of our Chevrons and hopefully we'll see a lot more. So your final table at the end of the T20 domestic competition looks like this. The Midwest Rhinos finishing on uh, top of the table uh, getting into that final with the Mashonland Eagles who were uh, second uh, but of course the Eagles then claiming that title through by way of uh, that final. And third uh, came the Southern Rocks in fourth, Matabella and Tuskers, uh, the Mountaineers in fifth and then the Lions uh, uh, in the uh, sixth position. The Lions of course uh, being the academy side of Zimbabwe cricket and uh, they uh, registered five games, five losses uh, but hopefully there were some uh, performances in there that will uh, point to a direction for that academy side. Your stats, top run scorers, uh, Siva Joao with 240 in this competition uh, and then in second, Peter Moore, not to be mistaken by PJ Moore, with PJ Moore uh, who's in different shores uh, on 197 and then Ryan Burr on 196. So top wicket takers, Ernest uh, Masuku uh, who bowls a right-hand medium uh, uh, taking 12 wickets uh, Tanaka Chivanga taking 11 and Matt Parkinson taking 9 and on the bowler side uh, you can see that those are all new names that are coming through and certainly that it is a feather in the cap of Zimbabwe cricket From the front of the grid to the back of the net it's CFM Sport International Sports News Roundup where the world comes out to play Down leg side. This has gone far enough for a boundary. South Africa looking for the two. There should be another one. Australia are on their way to another title. They have been superb in the field all the way through the tournament. And it so often makes a difference. And the legend that is this Australian cricket team creates yet another awe-inspiring chapter in cricketing folklore through a clinical display here at Newlands. It is their second hat-trick of T20 World Cup trophies. C. That the winning moment uh, for Australia's women in this edition of the ICC Women's uh, T20 World Cup and Australia's all-conquering women cricketers have been hailed amongst the greatest sporting teams in the world after winning yet another ICC Women's T20 World Cup. Meg Lanning's side uh, beat hosts South Africa by 19 runs at Newlands and Cape Town to lift the trophy for a sixth time in the last seven tournaments. Uh, the tale of the tape. Uh, Australia 156 for six. Beth Mooney with uh, uh, 74 not out. Shabnim Ishmael taking two for 26. Marizan Cap taking a two for 35. Uh, South Africa 137 for six. Uh, Laura Volfart uh, taking uh, 61. Uh, scoring yeah, 61. Yeah, yeah. The Cernan <laughs> threw you off, eh? Yeah. <laughs> there is no GD. <laughs> and Mike is not, he's not giving me a single pass today. Not one. Oh, I saw your no. eyes light up. <laughs> 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, South Africa in response. 137 for six. Laura Folfart with 61. Uh, Chloe uh, Tryon uh, t- uh, with 25. Ashley Gardner, <laughs> one for 20. Australia won that by 19 runs. Uh, Beth Mooney, of course, player of the match in that final. Let's hear from Australia's captain, Meg Lanning, who expressed her gratitude after her side won the World Cup. Oh, it's, a, it's a pretty special effort from the group. Uh, you know, all the teams came really hard at us. We, we knew that was going to happen, but to be able to perform so well throughout the tournament, super proud. Uh, we, we felt like it was a good score, but we had to bowl well. well the wicket probably wasn't as good as it was through the semi-finals, so we felt confident if we could hit the right lengths and then target the stumps enough that we'd be able to put uh, South Africa under pressure. I thought our power play was excellent. That really set the tone. It was just about enjoying the opportunity and, and making sure that we were focused on what we were doing. Uh, we knew it was going to be an amazing atmosphere, which it was. It was a great event, and, and you know, we've got some really good experience within the group uh, and we wanted to really call on that and make sure that when the pressure was on we were able to to really just keep things simple and uh, and get things done and that's what that's what everybody did all right, so Australia were already reigning 50 over World Cup champions and they uh, won the inaugural Commonwealth Games gold medal last year. But Mike, uh, in fact, no, let me come to you, Chris. Uh, we look at the nominations for those Laureate Sports Awards Team mm-hmm. uh, of the Year Award. They're not even there. They're not. And it's it's a little interesting and a bit strange because if you take a look at the other you know nominations you take a look at the french men's rugby team red bull formula one but england's women's side in football as well Mm. nominated but this team is not nominated and when you take a look at just the pedigree of the players in there and also just the number of times they've won this competition the sheer dominance also they were already 50 over world champions Mm. and they won the commonwealth games gold medal last year Mm. so this team i think when you're taking a look at a team that is truly dominating in terms of um their sport this is a team that's dominating in terms of women's I, I think I'm going to cut uh, the, the Laureus uh, Sports Awards guys uh, a bit of slack I think mm-hmm. they fell out of the time frame right. uh, for nominations uh, Right. Uh, so uh, I expect to see them there next year next year uh, certainly they'll <clears> certainly <throat> be there so uh, they, they certainly do put their hands up Yeah. Uh, unfortunately I think with the, with these awards is that they, they always have sort of like a time span uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. it's for a 12 month period yeah, it's mm-hmm. a cut off period and so they will consider uh, the, the performances yeah, the body of work for that particular period as opposed to sort of like the pedigree of the team. Uh, you wouldn't be able to compete, I think, against this Australian team. Mm. Uh, the way that they've dominated, uh, you talked about them winning six of the last seven tournaments. Seven tournaments There's seven. not a single sports team uh, in the history uh, of sports that, that, that has dominated their particular sport as much as this ladies' team, mm. the Australian national team. I mean, uh, this is the second hat trick. We all used to speak so glowingly of the Australian men's team mm. That also, of course, registered a hat trick of World Cup mm. titles, winning 99, 2003, and then 2007. But these guys have now done it for the second Twice, time yeah. in a row. So yeah. this has got to be arguably the best cricket team, men and women, yeah, yeah, yeah. that we have ever seen. And how about Meg Lanning? I mean, as a oh, captain, yeah. she has been absolutely stupendous in a stupendous Team. Yeah, she should teach a leadership class at this point. <laughs> she's, she's led this team to five titles at ICC tournaments and um, 
when you're taking a look at Sunday's win as well, that adds to wins in 2014, 2018, 2020, uh, 2022 as well. Um, one day World Cup victory in New Zealand. And also, she's been part of seven World Cup winning teams. That for me spells someone who, in terms of leadership and experience, is at the very top of her game. And mm. she, she really deserves her flowers. And, and, and that's what came out in this game. There yeah. was a time when South Africa had Australia uh, on the ropes. Mm. There was a time where Wolfhart uh, certainly had the bit between the teeth and uh, she was hitting boundaries at will uh, and the crowd started to get going. But uh, the thing with experience, like what Chris has pointed out, uh, having a leader who's been there for seven tournaments and not just seven tournaments, but won seven tournaments is that they know their way around. Yeah, yeah. They know yeah. that when the pressure moments that, you know what, they just need to take a deep breath, stick to their plans uh, and uh, they'll eventually come through. So mm. whenever South Africa sort of like ratcheted up the pressure in this particular game, Australia always had a way of responding. Oh, yeah. uh, they always had a way of coming back and tightening the noose on South Africa. And the difference between the two sides was that while South Africa had the support, had the enthusiasm, had the zeal, had the will, Australia had the experience. They had the experience, they know how and how to get it done. All right, let's give you your tournament stats. Uh, the highest score, Muniba Al-Sadiqi uh, of Pakistan, 102. Uh, and then the most runs scored, uh, uh, Laura Folfart of South Africa, uh, 230. Uh, the most wickets taken, Sophie Eccleston, who's of England, of course, that's 11. Uh, there were 23 matches played. The highest inning score was 230 for five uh, scored by England. Uh, the best win percentage uh, was, of course, the event champions Australia with a hundred percent one every game one every game so done most runs scored in a match uh, 339 uh, that's Australia versus India the the score that they made so Australia absolutely dominant and certainly let me borrow Chris's phrase we give them their flowers hi my name is Ryan Kenz Sunshine Tour professional golfer and you're listening to ZFM Sport Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. We take off in New Zealand where England need 210 more runs to win the second test after finally dismissing New Zealand for 483 on day four in Wellington. Kane Williamson made a faultless 132 as the Black Caps grinded their way back into the game after being asked to follow on. Head over to Mexico now. Charles Howell, the third, pocketed $4 million at the first Live Golf's 14 event season by producing a flawless final round win at El Camaleon Golf Course in Maya Coba. Head over to the United States. The LA Lakers made it three wins out of three in their pursuit of a playoff spot as they came from 27 points down to beat the Dallas Mavericks 111 to 108 in a thrilling game in Texas. We'll touch down in France on a weekend where Ireland beat Italy 30 to 24 and England beat Wales 20 to 10. France hung on for a 32 21 Six Nations round three victory over Scotland in Paris yesterday. The rest of you Super Rugby weekend results. No, your Super Rugby Weekend results. <laughs> <laughs> Moana Pacifica going down um, by a small margin against Fiji and Drua, 36-34. Highlanders going down against the Blues, thumping there, 60-20. to 20. And the Reds going down against the Hurricanes, 47-13. to 13. And Western Force beating the Rebels, 34-27. to 27. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. 
Uh, Panache has come in early, says Chris should be a singer because her voice is beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, and he says, all hail Queen Creek Chris. Then. I love that. I love <laughs> See, that. You couldn't even say it. Queen <laughs> Chris. Queen, at least that's a tongue thing. That's a tongue Queen, twister, though. Queen Chris. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to it. get mine back. I can't yeah. sing, guys. I, I, people say this a lot. Uh-huh. I cannot sing you to can't save sing. my life. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, he goes on to say, Kylian Mbappé will win the best award tonight. Uh, I doubt I it. Doubt I it. doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. We all know, I mean, he's probably going to be there at the event, uh, but it looks like they have now developed this really vibey relationship over the last sort of like two weeks. Messi yes, um, exactly, Bappe, yeah. been all over social media. Yes, there's uh, a lot of bromance. D- does it have anything to do with the fact that Neymar is missing from the training ground? And that's allowed Messi to develop other relationships. Yeah. It looks like Neymar used to hog Messi uh, because of their <laughs> yeah. relationship from Barcelona. Yeah, yes. yeah. So he was like, I yes. yeah. could have been, but also as someone who works in communications, a lot of this stuff can be constructed to give us that message. So we can put out very But there's a certain vibe that you listen, unless they're very, they should be in Hollywood. They're, 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 they're very good If they're actors. acting facial expressions, everything just on point. Yeah, but what does it take to capture those moments? But even in the, in the matches, them. the celebrations mm. now. And the, where's the, the, the camera? But the, that's the, 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 the chemistry. I, I hear you. I hear you. But like I said, for me, uh, it's a little bit of construction. And there. it's all wow, it's all I'm messy so assist Mbappe score. Okay, okay. So, so I'm saying, so you'd have to be working in cahoots even with the league broadcasters. Yeah. To say you guys have to capture this if it happens. Why not? And these are guys that are not beholden unto you. They're not. But if in you fact, ask nicely, no. and you're no, and, and, no, and in fact, it's, no, it's, it's in their interest. It's in their interest to actually show that there's acrimony because there's a better story there. A better story is acrimony. These guys don't like each other. No, no, Yes, like what they were trying to do. Yes, where they were trying to to build up the the rivalry between Mbappe, the new king, and Messi, the guy who's on his the way outgoing. Out. Yeah. I we hear saw you. a lot of that. I hear the you. Cup. But you know what's even better? Mm. These two are getting along. Bang, Neymar why comes so, back. Why are you so cynical, Chris? Because, why can't they because just be I, getting along? Because I do this for a living. Ah. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, if you want to get in on the conversation, 0731-168-045 is the fan zone where you can have your say, your way, and the messages are coming in thick and fast. Good evening, ZFM sports team. Uh, my name is Tinashe from Mozambique. Uh, oh, and wow. that's plus two five eight. I hope you're safe. Uh, it says Nadia is also uh, Nadia is also great. You guys speak his name as if you, you do that. Uh, she's very happy. I have no idea what he's talking about. Nadia Nakai, maybe. Oh, Nadia. We never spoke about Nadia. Who's Nadia? Nadia Nakai. Um, the AKA AKA girlfriend. Widow. Yeah. Oh man, I checked out. Uh, I checked out. Does she qualify for widow? No, guys. Yeah. I, I just wanted to. I was making. To I was dramatizing the point. You want I was to dignify. dignify. Okay, so so yeah, so they they used to do some really cute stuff on social media. I checked out. I don't think they used to do it. I just think that he loved her so you see, loudly, you see, so you publicly. See? So so that you so know, that is love. That is love. <laughs> and that is not love. Love and messy. No, it's contrived.
That's a good try. No, but guys, yes, you, you know do what? this for a living. You told <laughs> us, Chris. Okay, it can be. It can be. But I'm a romantic. Okay? You're romantic. Yeah. So you love that sort of I, stuff. I love so that. Be sort romantic of stuff. about Missy and Martin. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> They're not included. Right, as you join the show, as uh, usual, this is Maurice out in the United Kingdom, uh, and he says, "Zanzu uyakamboyimba uyo matanons ani ina anguandi muzivi." Is he married? <laughs> no one knows that cat. There is Sansi. I need Sansi. Uh, Cricket-wise, Marumani is good locally, but his form doesn't transfer onto the international stage, and that's a conundrum that the coaches and himself will have to figure out. Because once that happens, I believe he'll do well for us as a nation. Kuborauko, glory, glory, Man United. Eric Ten Hag is onto something good there. The question is, can they sustain that momentum on a consistent basis? Otherwise, for now, ha, tambo farao isu. And that's the thing about being a fan, isn't it, Chris? It's about celebrating yeah. the moments when they do come along because you're not guaranteed these moments. Yeah, ever, especially in the English Premier League, um, it's it's one of those situations where we take the wins where we get them and we we celebrate and we move on very quickly because so does football. And, and uh, I just want to talk about uh, uh, Marumani, uh, the comment that was made that uh, he's, he's great locally. And I think, Mike, that's where we, we need to go back in our competitions to trying to get in the internationals. Even just get one person, one uh, bowler, express pace, uh, get another one who can swim, spin a web uh, so that we can be tested against, you know, maybe not the best, but tested in those competitions. So that when you meet that express pace and you're you're in the Chevron's colours, it doesn't shock you because that seems to be what happens to our players. So, so can I just come up with a, with a simple strategy for me, mm. uh, especially for Zimbabwe cricket and Zimbabwe rugby? Mm. Here's the thing. We are dependent as Zimbabwe sport on our school system to produce and to hone the skills of our young teenage talent. Yes. What we're finding out in world sport is that by the time an athlete gets to the age of 16, 17, mm-hmm. 18, the more developed sporting nations already know whether that one is going to be a national team player or, or not. not. Yeah. Yeah, They're already yeah. identified at the time he gets to 16 that, you know what, we've got a prospect here or we don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The problem is we think that I know it's good for our standard the trust school system but by international standards it's just simply not good enough it's not so St. John's College here in Zimbabwe is great by Zimbabwean standards but it can't compete with what the South African schools are putting up because they're specialization can't even compete with what the likes of Waikato Boys High and Hamilton Boys High in New Zealand are throwing up so here's the thing why doesn't the Zimbabwe Rugby Union and Zimbabwe Cricket start identifying kids when they're in primary school? Yeah. Okay? Grade 5, grade 6, grade 7. You can tell that, you know what, this one's got something. Get those kids onto a scholarship system. Yes. Okay? Where, when they are good enough, let's say, or should I say old enough, mature enough. Mm. And I think for me, Form 3 is a time when you can take a child outside That's of the Zimbabwe old, thing, yeah. 15 years old, and say, hey, we're going to put you in South Africa yeah. at a good boarding school. Correct. You know, I've got one example. Yeah. Take a look at the Magranyanga boy. Yes. What happened to him yeah. when he went out to South Africa to South and did Africa. his high school out in Africa? Transformed yeah. his life. I've got another example, life. but from rugby, yeah. when you're taking yeah. a look he's, at he's the rugby. Rugby. is rugby. Yes, yes. And now he's playing in, in the French top division. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, Kees uh, as yeah. well. Both of them yeah. educated high school in South Africa. In South Africa, um, Farai is still playing out in France mm. as well in the top leagues. So. so, so why are we not doing that with, yeah. with guys that we yeah. identify because so that we put them in those systems yeah. so that they can be developed, and then 
they benefit us ultimately and, and, in the and, long term. And the truth is that uh, the, the one uh, association slash union that can actually do it very quickly is Zimbabwe Cricket mm. because Zimbabwe Cricket has got the money. Uh, mm. they, and they, the relationships. They can, yeah, and the relationships yeah. where they can place these boys and girls into top schools uh, and ensure that they get that that uh, specialization and high performance assistance that they require. Let's go to Bulawayo Hillary Mube has got in touch, says, good evening sports team. I enjoy the show. Before it even starts, you eliminate my room with your energy, says Otaka Birwa Tambo Zema Getsi a week ago. Oh, sorry. He's in the dark. Oh, I feel sorry for you, buddy. I hope they come through your way and fix things. Man United have been humbled. Wow, okay. This message, this is a strange message from Arthur. He says, celebrating the Carabao Cup like it was the Champions League. So sad. Chris, what say you? That's a very strange Is message. Is it a fall from grace? I, okay. I think, you know what we do with cup competitions? Ah. Mm. We like to say, when it's not your team winning, we like to say, oh, but it doesn't really matter. It's, it's just the Carabao yeah. Cup. It yeah. doesn't really matter. It's a minor cup. It's a cup. Yeah. It's and, silverware. And, that and, United and facts, hasn't won yeah. in a long time. The fact that Arsenal competed in it. Yes. Yes. Liverpool competed yes. in it. And and City it. competed in and it. Didn't win Chelsea it. didn't compete ah. in it. And didn't win it. Yeah. Shows yeah. that it is not a minor cup. Yeah. No, it isn't. All teams were involved and therefore it's a major trophy. Uh, and so give uh, uh, Manchester United their kudos. They won it and won it fair and square. So, yeah, let them celebrate. I bet you that's an Arsenal fan. I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Risi B from Harare says, Apana Zamuru Gunaguita Wei, Reguti ZFM Sports, Kutanzi Pota, Zingwe Basa, Kuchero, Hastans, Wanukuse, Gwanevanu, Harry, can you make some calls? Uh, listen, I'll make some calls, but I can't promise. <laughs> because it seems John Bowley is set on keeping him. Uh, hey, guys, we have to acknowledge the good work Benny McCarthy is doing at Manchester United. Yeah, phenomenal work. I think he's yeah. part of a team led by Eric Ten Hag. Yeah. So yeah. he gets part of the credit mm-hmm. for being part of that team, Chris. Definitely. And I think um, when you're taking a look at just that there was a lot of doubt when he moved to Manchester United. So I think he's he's done a sufficient job in, in shutting up the haters. Okay, wrapping it up with a couple of messages here. Ferdinand Mutize, Zimra Park says, Barry Mike, I've been following you guys since your days on TV, but by radio, I can't tell your voices apart. Is it just me or everyone else? Uh, I think it's just you, brother. Can, can I make a confession? Uh-huh. Yeah. When you guys started on ZFM, for like a month, I didn't know which one of you was which. And then I think I finally plucked up the courage to ask. Really? Really? Really. Oh, interesting. Wow. Oh, that, that's, that, interesting. That, that, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. I was going to say, but I just thought, let me not say this, because I, I wonder how it would have been uh, construed elsewhere. Uh, so I'll, I'll say, because you're like, yeah, yeah, let me not say. And the student the student about attachment. Okay, so D- well, yeah, tell we'll us what you do. What do you yeah, do? Tell us what yeah. you do, and we'll forward it to the right office. And see what <laughs> and, they and say. maybe Sean can can work on something, you know, uh, and uh, try and get you in on something. Just but tell us what you do. I mean, attachment. Do you want to present? Well, yeah, do you work you? in technical? Do you work in technical, yes. Are you a producer, aspiring producer? Yeah. What do you do? Is sport your Do you know passion? Jason Mraz? Do you know Jason Mraz? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's important. It's an important question. <laughs> I, I agree on the issue of the voices, though. A message has come through. Your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. Barcelona Premier Soccer League, La Liga, Serie A, the English Premier League, the Bundesliga. 
It all comes together with the castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. We're kicking off in Spain where Barca manager Xavi says that the La Liga leaders wasted a huge chance to extend their lead at the top as they were surprisingly beaten by lowly Almeria 1-0. With second place Real Madrid drawing one all with Atletico Madrid on Saturday, Barca knew a win who would have taken them 10 points clear. Instead, they are seven points clear, Barry. Uh, it's a missed opportunity. They would have really, really put a chokehold on Real Madrid in the race for La Liga honors. Yeah, massive miss. Uh, but in truth if in hindsight uh, I'm not saying I saw this coming you can see where it came from because Barcelona has been sneaking over the line one nils uh, uh two ones wherever they can get them uh, two zips they have been very profligate in front of goal they've been very wasteful and when you are that way it's just a matter of time before one of the smaller teams one of the unexpected teams mm. is going to score before you and now it's hard for you to get back into the game Chris is this also part of the you know just the psychological impact mm-hmm. uh, of that uh, demoralizing defeat to Manchester United yeah. because they, they struggled to get going especially in the first half Barcelona mm-hmm. they didn't create any meaningful chances and there were just quite a bit of lethargy there. Yeah, definitely. And also, I think when you're taking a look at the the youth in this team, I think we can forgive them sometimes for that lethargy and just sort of succumbing to the occasions in some way and also because they then had that loss coming back into the Liga and trying to manufacture a win there when you had like Barry said just been sort of trotting over the line could be a difficult ask and uh, I think what it will probably work for Barcelona is playing at home having yes. returned uh, from Manchester United not to immediately go on new. the road again yeah. play at the Camp Nou in front of your own fans in a notable result Valencia beat Real Sociedad 1-0 new manager Rubens Baraja getting himself off to a winning start. And, of course, it sees Valencia uh, somewhat, uh, at least, uh, you know, as far as the standings are concerned, they are now just uh, uh, one point off safety. They are still in 18th place, but they do have a number of teams that are just either one point or two points ahead of them in the standings. That was a match that they could ill afford to lose. At the top of the La Liga standings, Barcelona in first place, 59 points, 7 points clear of Real Madrid who are in second on 52. In third, Real Sociedad 43 points and Atletico Madrid are in fourth on 42 points. All the rivalry. All the stars. There goes Haaland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He's scored. He always does. He always will. And all the game-changing moments. Marcus Rashford. He can't miss at the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. All right, let me get this message out of the way before we talk United. And uh, it's from our friend out in Poland. He says, I can tell you guys apart very well. I actually bumped into Barry many years ago with a lady I was trying to impress. And he greeted me. I got plenty of points there for what? And then for that, I'll always choose. <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, he, was, he was with a lady. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
And yeah, I greeted yeah, him. Yeah, you greeted him. Oh, wow. Ah, his, his stock went through the roof. Uh, uh, did he win? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For that, I always tune into the show. Oh, my <laughs> man. Oh, <laughs> pleasure, man. I'm, I'm a good wingman to anyone who wants <laughs> There we go. United <laughs> manager Eric Ten Hag says the players will be inspired to win more trophies after the 2-0 Carabao Cup victory over Newcastle. Not only this evening, but oh, uh, definitely also this evening, get uh, again the right spirit. Uh, such a very good spirit in the team. Act as a team, but fight, give everything. Well, we beat them, and it was not always, we'd say, the best football, but I think it was effective. Yeah, but first you have to win the first one, and that is what we did today. And I think you get a lot of inspiration of this, but also uh, more confidence that we can do it. And I think we are still in a start uh, to restore Man United there where it belongs, and that is to winning trophies. And yeah, this is the first one. See. Uh, Eric Ten Hag uh, talking about the next one, and uh, that should be the uh, the, the attitude, uh, Barry. That should be the mentality at Manchester United. That yes, we celebrate. We've won the Carabao Cup, but we're still in three other competitions. Let's kick on. He's changed the he's changed the mentality. He's changed the place uh, at Manchester United, and you could see it on the field uh, uh, yesterday. You could see that there was a fire, there was a hunger, there was leadership all over the pitch. Uh, there was a, a desire to actually deliver this trophy. They needed that because they, they were times in this game where they had to dig in uh, large periods of this game they had to dig in so I think that that just shows the mentality of the man and what he's transmitted to the players and I agree with you that's how it's got to be let's go for the next one about Lionel in Glenora says good evening to you guys Eric Ten Hag in less than a year out of in the cup season a 10 is promising fireworks glory glory Manchester United it's all about building on this success isn't it Chris yeah. but also winning then puts you under a bit of pressure as well because the expectation also now rises with every game that you play yeah I can't remember who said it that expectation is a privilege that you get to enjoy I think it was mm. Shavi mm. um, expectation is a privilege you get to enjoy and I think he's managed to galvanize this team and harness that winning mentality and I think it's only going to bode well for him it's the change in culture is always more important than anything else that's going on and the vibe at United has definitely changed I think silverware is as much as it'll put pressure on them, I think this team now wants to kick on and wants to actually do that. And that desire, I think, is going to fuel them forward. It is their first piece of silverware since they won the Europa League under Jose Mourinho in 2017. Uh, and it could be the first trophy of a potential quadruple with United still in the FA Cup, but Europa League and still having an outside shot of winning the Premier League title. United have now won the League Cup for a sixth time behind only Liverpool. The record holders on nine, Manchester City on eight and that is of course over the competition's history five of those six titles have come since the turn of the century let's get into the Premier League results Fulham one all draw with Wolves Everton beaten at home 2-0 by Aston Villa Leeds United 1-0 victors over Southampton Leicester City upended by Arsenal 1-0 and Arsenal doing what they need to do Barry which is to win games and pick up three points regularly again digging in uh, and uh, being able to get over the line in this game was fairly balanced game uh, uh, Leicester and Arsenal uh, Arsenal playing the game the way they know how to play uh, but I think the difference in this one is that they were able to resist the overtures of uh, Leicester City long enough for them to hold on for that win and that's what you need if you want to be champions
So well, City needed to win. They did exactly that. Chris, 4-1 winners over Bournemouth. And uh, that's the sort of result that will have Arsenal fans uh, <laughs> nervously <laughs> glancing over their shoulders, isn't it? Yeah, one Shonta Virinika included in there. This this Manchester City side is known... Well, Manchester City under Pep Guardiola is known for finishing seasons triumphantly. Mm. Those results that they get going are not 2-1 wins. They're not 1-0 scorelines. They are major thumps like this 4-1 over Bournemouth. And Manchester City, regardless of what the scoreline is, continue to press on and continue for another goal. So definitely this team, I think Arsenal fans, if they are looking over their shoulders, definitely need to do so. The Liverpool held by Crystal Palace in a goalless draw out in London. And then the less said about this, the better. Chelsea (laughs) going down once again to Tottenham. It ended 2-0. Let's move on with our reporting to Italy. The Nerazzurri, the Black and Blues, Inter Milan. Barella, and of all the people, of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Dybala slides, 100 goals in Serie A for Paolo Dybala. The Rossoneri, the Red and Black, AC Milan. Rafael Leal, player of the month, player of the moment for Milan. The Bianconeri, the black and white Juventus. And there's a tap in for Danilo. Another late show from Juventus. Tough yet colourful. The best of Italian football on Z. Let's start our European roundup in Italy. Results Empoli beaten by Napoli 2-0. And on the same weekend, Inter. They went down to Bologna 1-0. What is the net result? It means that there's an 18-point gap between 1 and 2. 18 (laughs) points between Napoli and Inter. Chris, can they begin to tie the Napoli blue ribbons on the Serie A trophy. I definitely think so. I don't think there's a team that's played as consistently and as well as Napoli and I think the only other team to do this in recent years is Juventus and they're all the way down at 7th. Barry, and you take a look at that goal difference for Napoli. Plus 43. Yeah. Okay, if you want to know how significant that is, the next best team uh, is Lazio with a plus 20. 20, Uh, So they've been scoring for fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not just well-structured well set up well organised because that's the temptation sometimes yeah. when we talk Italian football yeah. but this team has also been entertaining and scoring goals for fun and Victor Osiman has, has been, been at the centre of at it at the absolute heart of it and uh, he can't stop scoring a form striker uh, in Europe as we said last week along with Marcus Rashford you've got a who would you take there. Rashes or Osiman? Osiman. I think he's, I think he's got more uh, versatility. I think also he's got more efficiency in the in the chocolate box, as we call it. Um, so I think uh, Victor Osiman. Victor Osiman. Uh, interesting pick that one. Interesting pick. Well, is AC Milan continued the revival? Two 0 victors over Atalanta, uh, and uh, right now the top four has got Napoli 
Inter, AC Milan, as well as Roma. Uh, and of course, Juventus are in eighth on 32 points, and they're still uh, 12 points behind fourth place Roma if they are to make an outside chance of the Champions League. Tonight's matches Verona takes on Fiorentina, La Viola, and Lazio entertains Sampdoria in the capital. Over in Germany, Bayern Munich struck three times in a punishing first half to ease past Union Berlin 3-0 to confirm their status as title favourites and leave the visitors following their first league loss of the year three points behind. But Borussia Dortmund had uh, gone top of the league the previous day uh, and uh, that was courtesy of a 1-0 victory over Hoffenheim. Julian Brandt with that goal, meaning those two teams are Nick and Nick at the top of the standings, Chris. Very interesting reading and I think Borussia Dortmund just based off their start the season um, I think they've done a bit more work to improve that form and finishing well they're at neck and neck with Bayern Munich at the moment but I think it's also indicative of the kind of season Bayern Munich has had everything hasn't worked their way and it's sort of leveling out You know what I, I wish I'm a Bayern fan, but I wish the best for Edin Terzic. I think he's a he's a guy who's been working uh, in the Dortmund system, assisting, uh, making sure that things are ticking along. Now he's been given the opportunity to be the top man, and I hope that it it, it works out for him. He's level on points of Bayern. You can't say uh, any any worse than that. He's, They've played he's, he's doing well. eleven matches, Barry, since uh, they came back from uh, the post World Cup uh, break. Break. Mm. They've won all eleven matches. Yeah, that's the sort of form and you need. That's the sort of form that's needed to challenge. Yeah. To put pressure yeah. on sure. Bayern Munich, especially sure. Bayern Munich side that, as Chris has pointed, has been rather wobbly this yeah. season and hasn't but been as assured. Race, open race in Germany, hey? Yeah, Fantastic. 46 Union points. Be- Union Berlin still can't They're be written off. 43. Leipzig, Leipzig 42. After the horrendous start that Leipzig, Leipzig had, had. Yeah. they are on 42 points. So, uh, great competition in the Freiburg as well. 41. <laughs> They're not uh, out of points. So, the top five separated by just five points out yeah. in Germany. Usually unheard of uh, just one more minute but I'm going to read this message hi guys not necessarily to say I enjoy your shows so he says this is George in Arare. he says anyway imagine this I'm going down the street with a lady I'm trying to impress then Chris greets me the effect will be the very opposite I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in trouble and a prospective date would have been suffered so if you're walking with your girlfriend and you meet Chris Look the, the other, other way. way. Don't be tempted <laughs> to say hi. Just greet Mike and I. <laughs> now, guys, be your wingman. <laughs> don't miss tomorrow's show for a recap of FIFA's The Best Awards, which are being held tonight. Up for grabs, uh, FIFA's uh, Best Men's Player uh, Award, uh, the Best FIFA Women's Player, the Best FIFA Men's Coach, a Women's Coach, uh, Men's Goalkeeper, as well as the Women's Goalkeeper. That award ceremony is on tonight. And on tomorrow's show, we'll be revealing the big winners of that awards ceremony. Spoiler alert. Merci. Merci. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catch you tomorrow. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manande. Out. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. The biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And 
All the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. that, 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 that it's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Muddled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.